Welcome to T21 Mom. Hi friends, it's Mary, mom to Ainsley who has Down syndrome and autism. And this is episode 111 of the T21 Mom podcast. Do IEPs make you anxious? Do you dread them? Do you look forward to the start of school every year? For the most part, I don't really look forward to Ainsley's IEP each year. I had a really traumatic experience at our very first IEP when she was in kindergarten. And what happened was our physio Brenda, who is amazing, she was actually at that IEP meeting, as well as the school physio who you know, really didn't know Ainsley all that well and what she was capable of. And they went to battle and, you know, it was really, really awful because I completely trusted Brenda and I believed in her because I knew what she was doing with Ainsley and it was working. And anyways, it was just, it was horrible. And the principal ended up having to shut it down. It was really awful. But thankfully, something like that has not happened since. So I'm really grateful for that. But I often feel really overwhelmed at this meeting at the IEP. I recall at one of them, I don't remember which one it was, but I'm looking at all the people there who were showing up for my girl. And I think one time I counted 14 or 15 people. I didn't even know who half of them were, were their names. It was kind of a bit crazy. However, one thing to be thankful for from the pandemic, for me anyways, is that now these meetings are just held over Zoom. And this year I was so ill-prepared for her IEP. You know, I was trying to find a copy of it, you know, before the meeting. And because I didn't really feel like there would be a lot of real big changes from last year. However, a few days before the IEP, I actually sent uh, a one pager. It's like a one pager all about Ainsley, like what she's working on, you know, things that she likes, what works for her, what doesn't. And I sent that to her EA to hand out to others who would be attending that IEP meeting. And I know from previous meetings that the the attendees really appreciated that one pager. And several of them had said on more than one occasion, they had never seen something like that before. And I'm, I'm sure if you dig around a little bit, you will find what I'm talking about because it's very popular and it's great for our kids. You know, it just gives a little snapshot of who our kid is and, you know, what our you know, kind of like what our hopes and dreams are for our child. So, you know, in the IEP, I think this year it went fairly well. We had to jump over a few things due to time, but I actually felt encouraged. I think there was only about nine people there this time. And, you know, I think it went all right you know, Ainsley's new EA, he was talking a lot, which I thought was great. He actually apologized to me later that day, uh, you know, saying, you know, I'm sorry that I talked so much, but you know, honestly, I didn't mind. I was glad that 
he was right in there. It really shows to me that he is really dedicated, that he is keen and he's really involved and, you know, and really wants to see my girl succeed, you know, and like I expected, much of the IEP will be similar to last year. I mean, counting and numbers, they just seem to be a real challenge for Ainsley. I I don't know, you know, those of you who have a child with a dual diagnosis, if this is also a problem for your child, I'd really like to know, or if you have any good apps or suggestions on how to help with this, please let me know because this has just been an ongoing struggle. And to be honest, I actually feel, you know, hopefully optimistic for this school year. I'm already hearing more language from Ainsley and she is trying to put more words together. It's really kind of exciting. I'm hearing her use words that I've never heard her say before. So I'm excited for that and it makes me happy to see that. And, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that eventually we'll be able to have some sort of a conversation you know, some days I, I do find this really hard and I try not to dwell on it too much, but it creeps up every once in a while. And, and is that grief, you know, that underlying grief and it's, it's hard, you know, but I, like I said, I try not to think about it too much because it really weighs heavy on my heart at times. And I'm sure many of you can, you know, understand this, what it, what it's like. And I put Ainsley back into music therapy. I missed registering her for dance and I wanted her to do something fun. You know, unfortunately we stopped going, you know, just over two years ago when I broke my uh, foot and leg and I kept meaning to sign her back up again. And I just, never did it but you know now that we're back we've only gone a few times but and it's a new instructor but it's at the same place so she's familiar with it and you know it seems to be going really well I actually don't sit inside I just sit outside so I can I can actually hear what's going on and you know she seems to be really enjoying it it's in the evening which isn't the best and it's on a Monday when she's already had a full day of other therapies and, and her BI for two hours. So Monday is a very busy day for us, but she loves it. And, you know, like I said, I, I really wanted her to be in something that was, you know, fun for her. I mean, she really enjoys her swim physio, but it's still work. And, you know, I've had such guilt that we've missed out the past two years, but, you know, honestly, it was just one less place I needed to be and needed to do. And, and I actually, I feel really awful for saying that, but it's true. I just, I want her to be in all these things, but it's also, I have to go to all those things too. And you know, we don't really take a break in the summer from therapy. I know a lot of people do. And primarily the reason 
we don't is I worry that we won't be able to get back in at our slotted time. And that's why I just keep going. But usually August is a pretty, it's a pretty light therapy month because Brenda, our, our physio, like there's no swim physio in, in August and she also takes most of August off. And then our therapies at the DSRF are a bit sporadic because, you know, the therapists are taking their holidays and, and also there's statutory holidays too. So we don't have physio on those days or therapies on those days either. So, you know, but I, so I kind of just really like that end of the summer, you know, because we don't really have a lot of appointments and, and we can just chill. I'm sure, I'm sure most of you can relate. And, you know, I got a call from the school about two weeks ago and I always have apprehension when I, when I see the schools calling me, cause I'm thinking, okay, what's happened now? Is she sick? Do I have to leave work? Like what's going on? And it was actually the vice principal and who's also actually the resource teacher. So she's overseeing Ainsley's IEP. And she was a little bit panicked because Ainsley had just pulled out her palette expander. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I, I don't know how she got it out. And when I looked at it, uh, one of the, I guess, uh, bonding pieces, like where it would bonds around the, the tooth, that was broken. So I don't know if somehow it broke and it was bothering her and she just pulled it out. But when I talked to the ortho, she said she would have had to pull pretty hard to, to get it out. And she was doing so well with it. So I'm not really sure what happened there. And, you know, we were halfway through the turns because we have to do 21 turns. And, and then once you hit 21, you leave it in for a set amount of time. And I can't remember how long that is. So we won't know until the new expander is put in, you know, if we have to start again, I really hope we don't have to start again. You know, maybe we're at five turns. I don't know, but I just really hope we don't have to start again. Uh, but, you know, Ainsley, she's in grade six now and here in BC, and I don't know what it is throughout the rest of Canada, but it's the year that kids actually start learning French. And her EA said he talked with the French teacher about how to adapt things for Ainsley, which I really loved. And I was really happy to hear this. And he said, the goal isn't to make her bilingual. And trust me, no one becomes bilingual in our school system <laughs> by having French, you know, once a day or once a week or whatever. I can't even remember how often we had it when I was in school. The only way you get bilingual is if you're fully immersed. But that he wanted to find a way for it to be inclusive for Ainsley. And and I just love that, you know, that he is working with the other teacher and on what they can do to to make it a good experience for Ainsley. And, you know, it's, Ainsley seems like she has really adapted well to her new EA. Her, her hitting has uh, significantly reduced. It does still happen, 
but it's not too bad. And I've noticed it's not really even happening at home anymore, which is awesome. And her EA has been so good with just redirecting her and basically ignoring the behavior. And they're also working hard on getting her more independent in the bathroom. You know, I was working on that over the summer. And, you know, I admit I was very worried about how things were going to go with all the changes with the new new school year, because we often have a lot of toileting issues for the first month or two, really, for the last two years. And, you know, I was nervous about that happening again. And also because she has a male EA, I really wasn't sure how that was all going to look. But we have had zero, I mean, zero bathroom issues since the start start of school and you know I think this transition with with her new EA has gone really smooth I think they're probably like a really good fit and you know her EA he just seems so keen and he has lots of great ideas so you know I'm just I'm happy and like I said you know I'm cautiously optimistic for this coming year. Now I know it's October, also known as Rocktober in our world. And, you know, have you been doing anything for this? The past few years, I haven't really done a whole lot. But this year, I've been posting almost every day about something to do with Down syndrome. And then today, I got a really lovely message from a woman We've never actually met in real life. We just sort of chat. And I think we met on a single mom's page. And she's also a single mom by choice. Her child is typical. And she told me something that was really impactful. She told me that when she was pregnant with her son, who she has now, I think he's maybe seven, if she had found out at the time that her child would be born with Down syndrome. She likely would not have continued on with the pregnancy. But because of all my advocating and shouting the worth of Ainsley and others with Down syndrome, she said, now that would not be the case. And this, like I'm reading her message and I'm, tearing up because that was really, really powerful for me to hear that. And it just totally made my day. And I wanted to share that with you because don't ever doubt that what you're doing for our kids isn't worthwhile or that nobody cares or that no one is listening because people do care and people They hear you and they are listening, you know, and I remember another time someone told me, you know, I I might not comment on your posts, but I hear you and I see you. So don't ever doubt that. And obviously as October is coming to a close, it means that it's Halloween and, uh, Ainsley is going to go as Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz and I might dress up 
I usually do. I'm not really sure what I'm going to go as, but I'll definitely post some pictures of Ainsley on the T21 mom page. And we always have a great time trick-or-treating. We go to my brother's as he's in a townhouse complex. So it's, it's easy to get around, but there's stairs up to almost every door. So that's a little bit of a challenge, but Ainsley's doing so much better in that regard. And, you know, she loves going to get all the free candy. I mean, what kid doesn't? So have a wonderful Halloween and enjoy the rest of Rocktober. And, you know, just remember that people are hearing you and they're listening and they appreciate, you know, what you do, what you're doing, what we're all doing about shouting the worth of our kiddos. Thanks for listening to the T21 Mom podcast. And I would love, love it if you would leave a little review and rating for the T21 Mom podcast. You can do that simply by going to my website at t21mom.com and you can click there and, and leave a little review. Keep on loving on your rockin' kiddo and I'll see you next time.